This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, Nicole, you know the song Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle? I sure do. Do you know that it was originally written about the Sizzler salad bar? I did. Oh, well, this, this is, is a hot dog, dog is, is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And today we are going to talk about the official Belinda Carlisle fan club that we have started. You know what's the best Belinda Carli- Carlisle song? <laughs> Circle <laughs> no, in the Sand. Actually, oh. I had to Google who sang Evans oh, really? Place on Earth. Weak sauce. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. I love Belinda Carlisle. Wait, name, name other of her songs. Do I know her other songs? I don't know. If you're part of the membership, you should know at least four. <laughs> she st- had a lot of great songs, but Circle in the Sand is my personal I'll study favorite. I'll study. She's alive, Belinda Carlisle. God bless. Anywho, uh, today we are talking about buffets. We are talking about our worst buffet experiences because as mm-hmm. much as I love buffets, I think... You've had some bad experiences. They truly are heaven on earth. I've had so many bad experiences. Yeah, I mean, it's it's rife for fantastic experiences. Yeah, which no sure doubt. Yeah, of course. No duh. But also the fact that you have such a high ceiling on great experiences <laughs> means you have such a low ceiling on terrible experiences. Very, and now, very true. now that nature's healing, Nicole... You know, people getting back into the swing of things after mm-hmm. COVID because it took buffets completely away from us. You go to the Newtown Chinese Buffet in Burbank, greatest but buffet see, to ever exist. But see, I'm not a buffet frequenter. Is that a word? I don't frequent buffets often. But when I do, it's like a big deal. Like it's a big deal for me to be at a buffet. Okay, what's what's your buffet strategy? Because I think people should oh, know some of the, the groundwork before we get into it. Well, the first thing you have to do whenever you get to any buffet is you need to scope out the scene. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> take a lap. Number one, take a lap. Take a look at what's good, what's getting replaced the most. Yes. Take a look at what people are flocking towards. Uh-huh. And just, you know, feel out the crowd, number one. Number two, you <laughs> so old... feel out the crowd as yeah. if you're like, all right, I know there's an old lady at the crab legs. Yeah. I can elbow her to the side. I mean, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I feel um, that. And then, and then number two, you have to always go for high quality pro- uh, proteins first. Yes. So you want to go for the seafood, typically. Because that's Dep- how you win. Yeah, yeah. So you win the buffet. You got to go for the peel and eat shrimp. You <laughs> You have to go for the crab legs and you have to go for the steak or the carving section. Yeah. Because there's typically a carving section if you're at a real, real good buffet. Yeah, but not if it's like a ham. It's got to be like a fresh no, beef. No, no. It's got to be a side of beef and mm. a turkey. Yeah, yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. And then number three, then after you get all of your, your premium meats, you want to start getting the veggies. 
The veggies are very important because you can't... But bold move to eat vegetables at a buffet. You have to. You have to. Because the name of the game is quantity. You want to be able to fill up on all the things you need to fill up on. Does that make sense? Because you can get bread from anywhere. You can get pasta from anywhere. Although I do absolutely adore the bread baskets that they do offer. And I do love No, the, the bread skin. baskets are how they win, Nicole. That's what I'm saying. That's the exactly war of attrition I'm, against the buffet. I'm literally telling you what I do. Can I finish please, my please. damn I'm war sorry. of attrition? I'm sorry. Okay, so once I get some nice patty pan squash and baby carrots. <laughs> I will do a spit take of my water from patty. What buffets have patty pan squash? Who doesn't, dude? Patty pan squash from a buffet is the best patty pan squash you can ever I get. Guess. Is it worse than bar mitzvah patty pan squash? No. Is <laughs> do you it, think people know what patty pan squash it's is? It's the yellow pretty scallop squash that you see at bar mitzvahs. Come on, people. The little nuggets. Yeah, the bar mitzvah squash. The bar mitzvah squash are my favorites. And little baby carrots. And then maybe you get a side of spinach if it's not too wilty. And then you go into the Asian section. Yes. <laughs> and uh-huh. then you get the cream cheese and <laughs> yes. tuna, canned tuna rolls. You know what I'm talking about? They don't do, they're spicy tuna, probably canned. The Newtown Chinese Buffet, yeah. they got a lot of canned tuna in the rolls. They will yeah. have some fresh raw fish, which people say, Josh, you're insane. This don't is do next that, to yeah. a dilapidated Kmart in Bourbon. Yeah, yeah, don't do it, don't do it. No, I get it. I yeah, eat yeah. the raw fish. Unless there. you're at a really high quality buffet. Like if you're at the win, like sure, like you can have their their tuna. You can have their like salmon sashimi if you're, if you're willing, if you're willing. I will eat raw fish from anywhere, <laughs> anytime. Gross. Don't care where it came from. If a Toyota Tacoma Nicole pulls up <laughs> in an alley behind a 7-Eleven and says, we have raw fish, Shut I will up. say how much. You're wild. And then after that, you have to get um, bottomless alcohol. What do you mean after? That's how you that's how you get hungrier for the meal. And also alcohol is a diuretic, so it opens up more room. I'm not see, I'm not the kind of person who who drinks in order to get hungry. I'm the opposite. I drink and I get full. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. What's well, like why you gotta alcohol drink liquor. equal food. No, I drink champagne when I go to a Yeah, yeah, that's probably the way to go. You gotta get bottles bu- and bottles and bottles and bottles of, <laughs> of champagne. And then you enjoy yourself. And that's how I like to do my buffet experiences. I, I'm very similar. Um I, I mentioned buffets are about winning because when I grew up, like feeding us via buffet, we would go to the Sizzler and eat the nice. all you can eat salad bar buffet for every birthday kids under 11 ate for 99 cents and oh, my wow, brother yeah my brother we would hide him in the bathroom as we paid <laughs> he was 11 till he was like 17 correct him yeah same, he had his same, little same. prepubescent mustache at 15 in yeah. the bathroom and then he'd go sit down they'd be like that's a that's a big 11 year old man <laughs> we'd be like shut up we're bored john go find the shrimp they didn't have shrimp at sizzler <laughs> but point is I, i've been always taught to like break the bank at a buffet it's like trying to beat the house at a casino that's exactly it yeah don't fill up on bread never do do not drink a single sip of water oh no you gotta drink (laughs) well they always offer you coffee orange juice alcohol coffee's good people say it's an appetite suppressant but if you fight through that the coffee will just get you to metabolize the food that's what i'm thinking Yeah, yeah yeah that's why morning buffets are a really good way to go correct and i love laying down a base of like four to five champagnes on an empty stomach yeah me too i was once asked to leave if we're talking about worst buffet experiences uh being asked to leave a buffet in reno nevada for drinking 11 mimosas oh i'm sorry i think that's bs it was all you can drink i had not yet drank all that i could drink i was trying to put 
for more. And I you wanted to eat them. as many crab legs. You should have fought them. No, they were actually pretty nice about it. It was kind of like an They were nice when they were kicking you out. There's they no were kind of like, hey, you know, we, you've been here for three hours. Uh, like oh, it they was didn't have a cap on it? Not an explicit one, but apparently an implicit one because. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can't be at a buffet for too long. And a lot of the buffets I go to, they like have like the, the rule like, you're, this is your table for X amount of hours. You got to get up. My friend Rickards was a little belligerent, and he Rickards? was yeah, yeah. Rickards, like like it's a Ricketts. last name, like Rickards. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like Rickards Rickard, Island. Yeah, it shouldn't like uh, you, I don't want to put him in bomb blast with his employer, but he he was respectfully belligerent. I thought I thought we were. Having I would a good love time. to meet Rickards just to say his uh, name, Rickards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, I was gonna say also, um, uh, find the old people. Not to elbow them out of the way, but to what? learn from them. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Dude, the uh-huh. old ladies at the Florentine, Eggs Florentine, eggs Florentine. Eggs Florentine. They're, they're, they are shameless about how many crab legs they will stack Thank on you. one plate. God. You got to follow the veterans, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a rookie in the NBA. You go find yourself a veteran mentor. I'm doing that with random old ladies at the buffet. Me and my dad, we would go to the we would go to the buffet at the MGM because he was one of those, like, uh, high rollers that had, like, the card. Yeah, yeah. So, like, me and him, he'd be like, he'd be like... Baba, let's go to uh, let's go to the buffet crab legs, and then my mom wouldn't eat crab legs at the time, and then I would, but I would eat them because I was with my dad, and my dad allowed me to, and then he'd be like, "Don't tell your mom," <laughs> and it was so fun because we from would, like a kosher perspective, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And at that time, like he's like, "This is how you do," and he taught me how to open a crab leg, Aww. and like he taught me how to peel and eat shrimp, and then he'd be like, "Go go go get the dessert," or like, "Go go go get this," and I'm like, "Okay," and it was so much fun for us. The best child parent bonding happens at like <laughs> buffet. buffets. Yeah, it's like Aww. that in like a baseball game. Yeah, maybe if you go to baseball games, <laughs> not so much me, but yeah. All right, t- tell me about tell me about a buffet horror story. Okay, tell me your worst. So I hate to crap on this place, but my mom and I went to a Hokkaido seafood buffet before <laughs> no. we went to a movie. At the landmark. Do you know where the landmark is? There's a couple of landmarks. Uh, the landmark. There's one in Westwood. The one in Westwood. Yeah. So we were going to go watch some sort of weird indie flick or something because we like to, to do that sometimes, me and my mom. And I was like, I was like fresh in culinary school, like not even there for a year. Okay. We go to Hokkaido. Some people see the word seafood buffet and they run. I'm somebody who flocks to it because yeah, I'm yeah, no stranger. Yeah, yeah. My mom wanted to try it and I was like, okay, we'll try it. But I, I heard it's not the best, but we'll try it. We'll try it. We'll try it. So we go there. And we, you know, we start out with the sushi, and then we start out with the. Are we talking raw fish sushi or canned tuna sushi? Canned tuna sushi. Okay, so and then and then we get we get like a little side salad, and then and then we start, you know, we start enjoying ourselves, and then all of a sudden this waves hit the this wave hits the two of us, and we're like, oh no. And then we look at each other. I'm like, mom, do you feel okay? She's like, no, I don't. And then I, I'm like, me either. Let's get out of here. Let's pay for the bill and let's go. And then the manager stops us and goes, why are you guys leaving so soon? Like, <laughs> or did you guys not have a good time? And I'm like, oh, it was great. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then my mom goes, and for some reason, she goes, my daughter, she goes to cooking school. Do you need someone to come help you? <laughs> and I'm like, mom, this place is literally giving us active food poisoning. We need to run away. In an alternate reality, you would have been sauteing yeah, the like, salt and pepper head, calamari. I would have been the head 
I guess I was the head chef culinary of, innovation artist. No, not even, Hokkaido? not even. No, no, no. I don't even think they offer that. I would have just been the the head of the brigade at Hokkaido. So hell yes, brigade. dude. Hell yes. Yeah, the place doesn't even exist anymore. The one that I'm talking about. And then for some reason, this guy hands me my my card. He looks like the guy from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You know the one with Carl. the white. He looks like Carl, just with a few more rings on his hands. You love that. And he goes, "Here's my card. Call me when you graduate. I have a job for you." And I'm like, Bleh. I'm literally like vomiting in in my throat. Like, I need to get the heck out of here. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So me and my mom run. We get movies. We get we got tickets to the movies. And then, like, I just get violently sick at the movies in the bathroom. Do so you remember I never, what movie it was? I can't. It, I was just some, went, it was some weird, it was some weird, uh, like, off the beaten path film. I don't Ex Machina. No, I didn't watch that with my mom. It was probably some sort of, like, Persian movie. Uh, like, some sort of weird subtitled Persian movie. Her mom's like, oh, your cousin invested money in these movies. So, like, <laughs> something like that. So, that was my worst experience because I almost got a job out of it. Wow. Yeah. Always be working. Always think, be hustling. <laughs> how do you think your life would be different if you were the chef at a Hokkaido seafood buffet? I would be very unfulfilled. Well, one, yeah. I'd smell like calamari every day. I'd smell That's like, not bad, though. Yeah, I hate going home oh. smelling like food. I, it's one of my most like uh, like uh, it's kind of one of those things I've I've learned to accept, but I hate about myself. Like I go home smelling like food every day when I should be smelling like flowers or like a freshly done manicure. No, 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 those are gendered <laughs> stereotypes that we don't need to ascribe to. But what I do to combat that, Nicole, I'm very glad you asked, is that I <laughs> I, I work ask. out in the morning and I cover myself in lifting chalk. But you don't smell, which sucks. I know, but but the body odor, enough of it covers up the food smell to just create this sort of like neutral man scent, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So musk? Like, yeah, it's kind of, you got it's a, kind of a musk. musk. It's a lot of pheromones mixed with like old deep fry oil. Have you heard of vabbing? What? Do you know what vabbing is? No, what's vabbing? <laughs> Google it later. Oh, I don't want to know what vabbing it, it is. is Maggie's not, Google it vabbing. It is not works. Oh, no. <laughs> what is vabbing? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's something people else, do Nicole. This, people do that at the gym. Speaking of seafood buffets, <laughs> vabbing. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, oh I have God. also had, I have also had an incredible experience at the Hokkaido Seafood Buffet. And I know what? you know the story. Yes, yes, yes. Because the story, it has been in my Twitter bio that I, I said, did journalism once, wrote a cookbook once. Threw soy up, boy. Threw up in the soy boy, threw up in the bathroom of a Hokkaido Seafood Buffet yeah. once. What are the chances that one seafood chain, about 40 miles apart, this is in Newport Beach, <laughs> In high school, <laughs> uh, having like probably one of the first dinners with my stepmom, <laughs> and I, for whatever reason, I was you know big old two hundred seventy pound shot. This is when you were a point. big guy. This How is when I was a big you? guy. I was I was like probably eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, no, would have been seventeen. Like so earlier in my senior year. Uh-huh. And I was what was called dirty bulking, which is oh, I know lifting you. as much as possible, eating, eating as, as much as, as possible. possible. Whatever is in front of you, just who? Oh you yeah, like a vacuum. Oh, and when you're at the Hokkaido seafood <laughs> buffet. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, I maybe it's because I was trying to like talk to my new stepmom. You know, I wasn't like uh, enacting my typical buffet strategy plan okay. because all I ate were the Chinese spare ribs. You know, the real red ones that are like yeah, that are like chashu, but not really. Yeah, and they're kind of yeah. like leathery, but you love it. Yeah. I ate like 
probably two pounds of those, and then probably no three pounds of Bang Bang shrimp. Did she make any comment to you or to? Yeah, your dad she at was the just time? like, "Oh my god, you can eat so much! That's so cool!" Really? Yeah, she was obsessed with it. She's, I mean, <laughs> probably like a four foot ten, like literally eighty pound uh, woman. <laughs> And Damn, she was like, man, big can... boy, you can eat. Yeah. You know, she was super stoked on it. And so I was like, I'll keep doing it if you like it. You're going to be my new mom. Do I call you mom? It's confusing because I'm an adult almost, you know? Uh-huh. Anywho. And so I did that and I, I had driven my own car there. And like my dad and my stepmom left and they were like, you're, you're not going to go. And I was like, I got to take care of some business in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It came at me like, I mean. Isn't that uh, crazy? How a fast, tsunami. Like, how just fast a it just hits torrent. you? I know. And I do not get foodborne illnesses. Nicole, my stomach yeah, is a cast iron, just, it's almost like a um, the Hurt Locker, you know, they have the bomb diffusing things. I never things. saw Hurt Locker. Me neither. But I, it's like, but I know what it's about. It's like, it's like the locker where you throw the bomb in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you throw, sure. the, you throw I, I think, is that what it's about even? What I don't know. Hurt, I, I just, what I, does Hurt Locker even mean? Why do I make so many movie references for films that I have never seen? I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a flex that you know the movie exists, but you haven't watched it. And like, you yeah, know, maybe so like a short Oscar, synopsis right? about it. Yeah, yeah, I understand why you do it, but nobody knows what a hotler. That was made uh, in 2008. I thought that was like 2019. Anyway, but you know, they take the bombs and they like put them in the thing and it and explodes it go, and it yeah. suppresses. I feel like that's my stomach for like foodborne illness. It's like if you have extra salmonella, <laughs> extra E. coli, extra listeria, throw that in me and it'll just go. Like, poof, really? Do you think that you are just a human anomaly in that sense that you just don't get sick from from certain things? Like, why do you think that is? One of my theories is that I do get sick, but I'm so out of tune with how my body feels oh. that I'm always in pain, mm. and that I just like sports have just I conditioned see, me see, over see, years to see, not see, notice my own pain and boundaries. Wow, PSA to not do sports. But 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Sports will toughen you, but it will also deaden you inside. Yeah, yeah I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then you got to take your rage out by listening to deathcore and lifting weights so your hands bleed every morning. Morning. But the foodborne illness is unmistakable, <laughs> Nicole, when it starts literally squirting out of you. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. You know yeah. I've been there. I've I've gotten food poisoning so many times. Because oh, yeah. I'm also an adventurous eater, you know. I'll eat stuff that other people don't eat. And I've I get eaten a lot of questionable oysters. I've eaten oysters from shopping carts. Yeah, I've eaten some <laughs> gross stuff before and some questionable stuff. But like, yeah, my body just like sometimes it's just like, uh, nope, too much, sorry, too, too much. much. Slow it down. Like when I eat a lot of kosher food at a wedding, peace the F out. All my bowels <laughs> evacuate. I Wait, why kosher food? Galat, I don't know. I don't know. There's like the meat at galat kosher places. Instant, instant regret. My wow. dad's the same way. I think it's just a genetic thing for me and my dad. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Our makes bodies sense. are just like anti. Evacuate. <laughs> Must eat before the party. <laughs> and so there I am, Hokkaido Seafood Buffet, probably 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I wow. am just- What time if, did you guys am, get there? I know, probably like 6.30, you know, we're trying, me and my stepmom, I'm trying to get to know each other, I'm trying to eat three pounds of bang bang shrimp, uh-huh. it was a win-win-win, uh-huh. um, and then I, I go to the bathroom, and I am like, pants around the ankles, just absolutely, felt like Sweating. my body, oh my god, like, I got the cold sweats. That's the worst. And my body just like, you know, a sneeze, your body recognizing some particulates are in there, and they're like, yeah, gotta yeah. get it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like my whole body sneezed through my b-hole. Continually oh, wow. over the course of about You're seven like minutes. You're like a sea cucumber. Yeah, like it just a, all comes like out. It was yeah. like a, a siphon purging wow. itself. And then, and then my body was like, that's not enough. Something's still in there. Got to come out the other end. Oh my God. And so I am then on the toilet in an emergency situation trying to lean forward to get past my pants and underwear so I can throw up. Oh, and so, so you did one of these. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, 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 my. So you're pooping and vomiting. Back, pooping and vomiting same time, and of uh-huh. course, a lot of the vomit gets on my pants, uh, and I'm just what like kind of uncontrollable. Pants are you jeans? Basketball you, shorts. Oh, so they're I was absorbent. like, okay, that's okay. No, it's better because you can wash basketball shorts. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I, see, do you if not was, wash jeans? I wash jeans. No, people wash. I used to work at but, Levi's and they told us not to wash jeans. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. Get but I wash my jeans. You're supposed to put them in the freezer. Um, But it's so much better that you're wearing basketball shorts because that way you can rinse it in the in the sink. Yeah, flip-flops too. You could also rinse those. This no, is I know, a good but, but it's weird because you're getting a lot of vomit on your bare feet when you're driving home. It's You're um, supposed to rinse in the bathroom. Why didn't you rinse? I tried. I tried. I was like splashing water water all over myself and there's a bunch of vomit on the ground. I'm like, listen, oh I, there's God. no paper towels. Did you tell anybody? In the bathroom. No, but, but, but I walk outside and like I open it and you can just see vomit on the ground and like the janitor is there and I just go, I'm so sorry and just run away. Oh my. Oh my God, that that's said, bad. That doesn't count as a nightmare buffet experience. <laughs> that was a nightmare bathroom experience, but the buffet but experience was great. The bathroom was in the buffet. You technically, you had to kind of like walk outside to get there. Oh, I know, and that's I weird. know bathrooms like that. Bathrooms that are like and on that's the side. Weird. Yeah. What are the, do you, you got any other buffet horror stories? I mostly have great experiences. Um, I love, well, the one time I went to the, what was it called? The Newtown Buffet? Chinese, yeah, Newtown Chinese Buffet in Burbank. I used to bring every like new it. hire there. I didn't really like it. To try like and it. suss them out. I didn't really like it. So so this buffet, um, it's the type of Chinese buffet that has one sushi, which, uh, again, most of it is canned tuna, which is still fine. Which is fine, yeah. It's basically Korean kimbap at that point. Which it's I just, love. Me too. Yeah. It's a delicious rice roll. You dip it in soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, they have green tea ice cream that is like self-serve. That's good. And then they have all their litany of orange chicken, general sal, salt and pepper, mackerel, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and then they have like mac and cheese, pizza, fried chicken, french fries. <laughs> and it is my <laughs> single favorite place in the world. It is like $10.99 on weekdays for lunch. Oh, I don't like it. I once walked in there. There was a Sorry. group of Buddhist monks eating there. And I that's thought that was rad. cool. You take a picture you know? with them? Uh, no, that's weird. No, I don't ask to take a picture with them. Um, I would have taken a picture. But you don't like that place? <laughs> no. Why not? It's icky. It's not icky. It makes me feel icky after I leave, which is really bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's because, you know, you're- You used to take, every new, you used to take every new hire there. Why did it take you a year and a half to take me there? Um, I don't know. I think I was trying to impress you because I took you to like a nice kosher like a kosher. Even restaurant. though I'm not kosher. Yeah, I don't know. I still like Nicole's Jewish. I'm like Jewish. Let's so like take her funny. to a kosher spot in Toluca Lake and get um, some shawarma. One time I went to the Wind Buffet and I did too much. Yeah, Vegas buffets. I, I love Vegas buffets. My whole childhood was Vegas buffets. Your, your whole day, though, because if you're in Vegas, I'm not a big Vegas guy. I'm a big Reno, Nevada guy. Want to get Vegas. into Laughlin a little bit? Oh, cool. Maybe a little bit of Henderson, Nevada. I mm-hmm. think you need a boat to be in Laughlin. I'll be a boat person. Have you? Are you a boat guy? Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god, I love drinking on boats. Oh, I don't want to like cool. captain a boat, but I love have you ever on like uh, done the thing on the boat? What's it called? Uh, you hold on and the wakeboarding. Have, yeah, have you ever no, done that? but I like the I like the lying down version of wakeboarding, Which where is you they, no, they just slap you, sleeping, throw your ass in an inner tube, and they go hold on to this rope, and you're just getting dragged behind the boat oh, like someone man. being drawn on a horse. Yeah, those are fun. One time, me and my friends did a banana boat in Mexico, and Doris got hit in the eye. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. We're oh, I was, I was gonna say Vegas. Like, if you are there to drink and party and yeah. do all that, which if you're going to Vegas and you're uh, around our age, it's what a lot of people go there to sure. do. But 
I would love to go to Vegas on just a pure food trip where we have nothing. We're not going to a club. We're not going to a pool party. We're not even going to a bar trying to be social. It's like we're here For to food. throw the F down. You know that they do that now. There are special tours in Vegas. You pay a flat fee and they take you to everywhere you want. They take you to all the steakhouses, all the all the three, Man. all the five star, I don't know the star rating, all like the, the diamond star rated like uh, like steakhouses. They take you to all the, the local places in Vegas. They take you like off the strip and stuff. They take you to like all the buffets. So that exists already. And if you want to do that, there are people, like-minded people like you that want to do that and you should sign up and go. Oh man, I would, I want to yeah, embed I follow with a them. Bunch of, I want to live with you them. Wanna in, I want to live it, that lifestyle. Did you say embed with them? No, embed. Embed. Like, a, like, a, embed. Uh, like a war Time journalist embeds with the rebel group. I would want to embed, not I don't want to embed them. <laughs> Although, if it's like a nudist group who just goes around to buffets, you would do just nudist hanging groups their dangly <laughs> bits around. I would love Imagine to do a buffet at a nudist. Okay, in no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so I was there was this one uh piece that was written for Lucky Peach magazine a while okay, ago. Okay, that was about the buffets they would have at like nudist gatherings and like okay. nudist orgies effectively. Okay, okay. Uh, and they were like, <gasps> they would just, you know, people would go into rooms, they'd play together, and then they'd come out <laughs> and there's a journalist just at the buffet, just like writing down, talking to people, and they're just coming out naked, you know, <sighs> hanging their dangly bits everywhere, eating chicken wings and uh, mini corn dogs. Speaking of dangly bits, have go you ahead. ever gone to a buffet on like a cruise ship? Oh. Have you ever gotten sick oh, from that? Yes. I did too. Oh I was a God. kid. I was a kid and I ate a lot of Caesar salad and I threw up Caesar salad and it was like really bad. It was embarrassing. How do you feel about cruise ship buffets? Bad. Don't do it. Bring your own prepackaged meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, th- there was something that Phil Rosenthal, best friend in the world oh, and, our, and, my our, new, and our dad. Our new dad. <laughs> said, where you were talking about all-inclusive resorts, but I think cruise <gasps> ships are the, the yeah. worst version of that, yeah, 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 which yeah. is everything that's included you don't want and everything you want it ain't included yeah and imagine that except you're parked out in the middle of the ocean i do love cruise i've gone on a fair amount we did our 2015 fantasy football draft that's fun as a bunch of dudes on a cruise that's cool um and we all you know smuggled in some bottles of liquor we were doing the all you can drink option which is very fun you smuggled alcohol but you still had an all you can drink option i'll tell you why i'll tell you why because they and, and i i do not advocate for binge drinking? No. No, not at all. But I'm saying if you're a big enough human and you're <laughs> drinking for long enough, 15 drinks goes by kind of quick. They also water down their drinks. I was drinking Mike's Hards. I wanted to see if I could drink 15 Mike's Hards in a day. Once I buy 13 beers, then I ended up upside down on a couch <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> it was actually a chair. It was a big but green chair. <laughs> when you wake up, when you wake up at eight in the morning to start drinking Mike's Hards because it's college football season. Yeah. And then, no, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And then, and then you go to the buffet and you just get as many fried shrimp as you can. Like to me, that represents a beautiful kind of freedom. You know, it's so like, it's America. It's it's America. And, Sorry and there's, for touching there's, your <laughs> No, I love that. You just said it's America, and then grabbed my hand like we're gonna start saluting the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I did not grab your hand. I gently graced it. It is America. There, there are positive and negative freedoms, right? There's freedom to <laughs> and freedom from. Like, okay. Like, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Like, so you know, we have the freedom to, I don't know, uh, protest and freedom of speech and freedom of religion. But then it's also like, well, you know, some people think you should have the freedom to not wear a seatbelt. You know, some people think you should have the freedom of drinking 15 Mike's Hards out in the open seas mm. and eating as many shrimp as possible, waters. and then you get the dia- the diarrhea. <laughs> You get that little Dysentery? bit of the diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could have been a lot from that trip. Yeah. I ate, I, that was also the trip where I ate shopping cart oysters. 
there were oysters in a shopping cart? We were in Ensenada and oh. I got a bunch of oysters from a shopping cart. And I don't like think Like a man was, was pushing a shopping cart. It was a woman. Ugh. Sex as much. And <laughs> women can sell. In the char- was there ice in the shopping cart? No. Not like a lot. Why do you make these decisions for yourself? I don't know. But I also had some really great tostadas there. That's fine. Um, yeah. That's I fine. had like a uh, uh, manta ray tostadas that were um, really nice. Soup plantation slash green tomatoes. Um, I got okay. One, <laughs> you invoked the name soup plantation. How the hell did they get know. away with putting the name plantation in a restaurant? I think for, it's. I think it's. What the hell? I think it's antation. It's soup. <laughs> Supple antation. <laughs> yeah. How the hell? I know it's called sweet tomatoes in other oh, parts I of the it was country. Green tomatoes. Oops. It's called sweet tomatoes in other parts of the country, and like, who the hell in that company was lobbying for? Like, no, we got to keep the name. It's I don't know. History. Maybe it started by someone whose family was a plantation owner. I don't know the details. Utterly bonkers that society let them get away with that. But do you like the idea of 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 something like a buffet being so readily available to the American people? Yeah, I don't think it's good for society, but I think it's great for me, and I love it. Oh, okay. Because okay. I so I hate it. I talk. Well, you like you think buffets shouldn't exist, I just like think ethically, buffets, morally. I think buffets are a an excessive wasteful form oh. of food and you can have oh, them every once so in a while but like when it's right in front of you you want to eat it all the time and you want to eat that tuna tarragon pasta salad you know what I'm talking about I like Jones broccoli yeah, yeah. madness oh I do like that no, it's one so too. good they put like, the sugar in it yeah it's just like in your face and it's like what are you supposed to do like it's not fair to the average human that's dumb aka me and you just want to eat all the time yeah yeah so uh, for people who don't know how a buffet makes money um, there was a really <laughs> incredible pe- I think it God, might have been lucky pe- I think they did a whole buffet issue, but they talked about the economics of buffets and it really is as simple as for any schmuck like us who goes, I'm going to try and break the freaking system here and eat as many crab legs as possible. Even if it ends in dysentery, there's a three-year-old who's eaten six animal crackers at paying full price. And so that's how it works. That's right. But it also does lead to like an utterly insane amount of food waste. But again, I'm not here to moralize. I'm here to tell you how much I love eating fried shrimp that's been steaming in its own juices for six hours under a heat lamp because I really do. One of my favorite times at a buffet Mm -hmm. was at the Sizzler. I was with my brother. We probably hadn't been there together since we were like children. Mm -hmm. And we went maybe five, six years ago uh, with my grandma and I think my grandma had like had a bad day and she was really complaining a lot. And so my brother and I, we got like, we got like a little bit lit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we decided to have a little bit of an Iron Chef competition to see uh, who, <laughs> who could create the most insane buffet dish. Okay. Like I was taking That's like, cute. I was taking their artificial crab and I was like trying to make like a vinaigrette. Like from scratch with like lemon juice and olive oil, trying to emulsify Such it with mustard at the table. And we were like, so and I made like ceviche. With you made fake crab, crab ceviche. Yeah, well, I tried to make like a campechana. Okay. With like the ketchup, like a coctele. Sure. Okay. Um, but then uh, I did that. I did. I did the the meatball meatball tacos, of course. <laughs> um, that was a good You're one. You're so interesting. I made a. I took the bacon bits and I made like a cornbread ice cream sandwich that I rolled in bacon bits. Did you feed your grandma this? No, my grandma was like, "What the hell is going on? I get the bucket." Who the was the teat? competition about? Just me and my brother. We were trolling. You we guys were, were also, trolling my grandma, and you guys were also judges. Well, we, yeah, we were just kind of like trying to one up each other, but we like formalized uh, it. We're like, "Yo, three courses." How old? Who can make the best? Um, John was probably thirty, and I was probably twenty-six. 
Oh, this wasn't when you were guys were kids. No, 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 no. Oh, no, this no, happened no, like no, recently. No, no. This is recent. Yeah. Oh, but it was that's the sounded beauty like of something uh, like seven and and like ten year old would do. No, no, no. This is oh. like you thought I was trying to emulsify vinaigrette when I was seven to make kampechana. Wouldn't go. It's not the furthest thing uh, from reality. Hello. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're trying to like piss off my grandma, and she Aww, didn't get pissed off. But you were twenty six like, years old. Why are you pissing off your grandma? She's a hundred years old, bro. What are you she doing? She only would have been like 97 at okay, that point. Why are you pissing off so a like, nine-year-old listen, lady? Listen, I don't know. Do you, Nicole, you've known me for like several years. Do you think that I am the most mature person who handles their emotions in the best way possible? <laughs> this is incriminating. This is totally incriminating. But Josh, what I'm trying to say is, Buffface, even though we've had such bad experiences there, would you go again soon? Oh, I fully believe that life is about riding the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And it'll take a lot more than me throwing up in my basketball shorts all over my bare feet. And it was a cold, rainy day, too, at the Hokkaido Seafood Buffet in Newport to get me to stop going to buffets. I want to go to the Newtown Chinese Buffet right now, Nicole. And I want to put some orange chicken on top of their spicy tuna and then just drizzle that in sriracha and eat it with a scoop of green tea ice cream. You can do it, Josh. There's nothing you can't do. God bless America. America. Home that I love. Stand beside her (laughs) and And guide her. To the light from the the light light from from above. above. (laughs) To the mountains. To the prairies. To the mountains. I already said mountains. You're about to get your citizenship revoked. (laughs) I was born in America. All right, Josh, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling around out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we like to call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. That was good. Wow. Are you one of the Neville brothers? Uh, Who are they? You don't know anybody I know. Who are the Neville brothers? The singers. The singers. The Neville brothers. The brothers? No, the, the um the Neville brothers. What do you mean? Who are the Neville? I don't know who the Neville brothers. Name it. Sing one of their songs. Okay, they have this part in Family Guy where uh, they they're in the sack race, and then one of them has There's a like microphone. Five Neville brothers. He goes sack race. Well, no, I don't know. Josh. I don't know, Nicole. I don't know. I'm trying my best. Okay. I just don't know. Let's start with the first one. Ben underscore Codet says, "Boil hot dogs and use hot dog water to make craft mac and cheese. Cut up doggies and nudes." Yeah. So uh, the technique he's talking about here is creating what's called a flash hot dog stock. <laughs> it's it's no. I'm saying. It's, listen, this is based in French cookery. What you're doing is you're taking the hot dogs, Gross. and and you're getting all. Of, you're extracting Nicole. You're extracting that flavor. Using <laughs> yes, Josh. Heat. Yes, Josh. <laughs> and I did this with something, and I can't remember what it was. I was mm. boiling hot dogs, and then I said deglaze with hot dog stock. I don't think it was ramen. It could have been a rice dish because what would I have been putting rice? Maybe risotto. Hot dogs. Don't believe. I, I was like cooking at home. It wasn't like for a bit. Oh, oh. But you what? did this at home. You yeah, hot dog water oh, it was drink? probably chili. I was probably making chili dogs oh, from scratch. Okay. I was like, yeah, why not infuse some hot dog stock into the chili? Ugh, horrific. Um, so I love this. You're just infusing no. the flavors. You're building layers of flavor, Nicole. That's what we're taught when we learn to cook. I love this. <laughs> That's what we were taught? <laughs> You're taught to build layers of flavor, are you not? We were taught in different schools. You went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> I went to a defunct fortress. And we make hot dog water. Hot dog water, macaroni, Nicole. The school of hard knocks. I do like the idea of this, but I don't want to do it. I want someone to do it for me. 
You oh, know what I mean? saying cut the dogs into noodles. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. No, no, cut the dogs in the noodles. Like, oh, cut okay, up the gotcha. hot Don't cut noodles out of the... Noodle... No, of course they wouldn't. Well, you ever had, like, squid noodles? It's no. a really weird technique. It was it was popular probably, like, a decade ago. You, you mean the hot dogs that look like squids? No, no, you oh. make, like, a farce. Like, you blend raw squid meat with, like, some liquid and maybe a little bit of starch to uh-huh. bind it. Uh-huh. And then you, like, put it on a silpat and you, like, gently cook it with steam. And then you mm. cut it into noodles. No. And you make, so you make, like, noodles out of squid. Um, no. Jean-Georges Von Gerichten, classic French-trained chef, JGV. Sure. Uh, he had a famous dish where he would cut ahi tuna into like fettuccine shape and then he would like make a little twisty thing and dress it and you'd like slurp up ahi and it kind of was just bad. Like he'd rather just have like a I like the idea of sashimi. Uh, but anywho, I like that. At Riker Garrison, ketchup is a perfectly reasonable condiment on tacos. Breakfast tacos. I Okay, so, 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 so this has an interesting cultural lineage. Um, First We Feast once produced a really great documentary on what have become known as black tacos. Black which tacos. Which are tacos. Uh, you've heard the phrase white people taco night. Sure. Right. Um, if you go to, uh, say, Taco Mel, right? Taco Mel is a black run taco shop that makes never heard crispy. Of it. You never heard of Taco Mel? No. Oh, dude. It's in, it's in South L.A. And so there's kind of this like, you know, obviously in L.A., black and Latino communities have been around each other for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. For whatever reason, I believe ketchup on hard shell tacos is a big thing in the black community. Oh. I don't know if you identify as black Riker Garrison, um, but this is a thing that I have heard and has uh, cultural lineage, which if you look at the origin of taco sauce. Taco I'm not sauce talking is about, like ketchup. Taco sauce is basically, it was literally a way uh, in the Taco Bell early days era to try and market tacos to non-Mexican diners. They look were like- that. Yo, the salsas are too spicy, too acidic, too flavorful for you. We're going to blend it with some ketchup and call it taco sauce. That's very cool. And so taco sauce is already halfway to ketchup. Like, why not put ketchup on it? Especially if you're eating mm. the type of tacos with like sour cream, yellow cheese, lettuce, tomato, ground beef. Damn. I haven't you had a crunchy I mean? taco like that in a long time. I'm sure ketchup would work fine on something like that, but not on like a street taco. Yeah, no, like I wouldn't put ketchup on like a carne asada taco, but. Mm. I had carne asada fries the other day and there was no ketchup on them and I didn't need it. No, you no. Put ketchup, I wouldn't put ketchup on carne asada fries either. I would. Really? If it was offered Ooh, to me, but it's mm, never nice. been. Nah, salsa roja. It's never been offered. Uh, Ariana Blade says kiwi should be eaten like an apple. <laughs> Bite right into it with the skin on. I don't I don't like kiwis in general. They're like probably my bottom, uh, my bottom fruits. I don't mind kiwis. I just don't like the fuzzy bits. Like I don't need to bite into it like an apple. But you'd eat like an apricot, a peach, things yes. are fuzzy. Yeah, I like those things with the skin you know, I was eating a peach the other day. Yeah. And I had like a pretty fuzzy skin. It was a really good peach. It was, I accidentally got white peaches instead of yellow peaches, which oh, white, white peaches are inferior. Sucks. I know. Ugh. Ruined my day when I found out I made the mistake. But they were really good white peaches. And I was really having a time. Big, like 12 ounce sums of biscuits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I, every, every, I cut it, I cut it into slices so I could eat it nice while watching the TV and not get the couch messy. Okay. But I was like, man, I, I'd enjoy this a lot more if the skin wasn't on. You could peel it. Yeah, I don't know why I thought my story had more of a point than that, mm. and it didn't Didn't at all. <laughs> no. I mean, no, kiwis should be cut, and, and you should remove the center, you know? Just you remove do the center like, of a kiwi? I like to eat the center first, the white part. Uh, I eat the white part like first. the fillet magnon of the kiwi? No. Eh? It's just for visuals. Huh? It's just I have to eat that part first, get rid of all the whites, and then I go for the seeds, and then I get all of the, the green parts. It's a lot of work. It's yummy. Mm. I used to have a kiwi knife. I had a spoon on the end. 
That's like it, it, they market it as a kiwi knife. Mm -hmm. I loved it. What so happened to it? At my mom's house. <laughs> Bro, go get that kiwi spoon. I, I know I'm gonna go. How many other fruits have their own spoons? <sighs> banana. There's a banana spoon. I mean, it's a knife or like a cutter. What do you, Maggie? Google it. What's a banana <laughs> knife? Look a banana cutter. What do you like a a cutter for bananas? Fool. Okay, yeah, you're talking about the thing that it's like a a sheath. It it's a bladed. You could sheath. put a hot dog in there. Jeez, God, you could put a zucchini in there. You what? could put a carrot. <laughs> Ad Velvet Foe says, not sure how controversial liking gefilte fish is, but that's all I got, and that is all you need, Velvet Foe. Because I see you, I am with you. I love gefilte fish. It's wet bread meatloaf. It's wet it's bread really fish bad. loaf. If wet you bread didn't, fish loaf. If you didn't grow up with it, you're not going to like it. Do you think that's true? Yeah. Well, okay, what about, uh, this isn't like exactly analogous, but you know you go to a hot pot or something. Sure. And you get the like fish balls or fish cake, fish tofu, they'll call it But sometimes. that's delicious. Why not gefilte fish? The texture is off. Well, it's a little bit softer, and it's a little cold, bit mushier. And it's cold. You can eat gefilte fish hot if you want I've to. I've never had gefilte. Has anyone in this room had gefilte fish hot? Maggie? Was yep. it? When? She's lying. <laughs> My family has their own recipe, and so we're very proud of it and very good. Okay. See? See? Wait, okay. Maggie. Okay, just bring, bring it. In, bring, bring in your it. family's gefilte fish one day. I'd really like to try it. I'd love to try I, it. I love And I want to make my own gefilte fish recipe. Okay, do it. I want to pass it down to my children. Okay. You know, I have a point of pride of gefilte fish. Nicole, it was all they had. Okay, one it was all they time, had. They couldn't make anything different. Okay, one time I thought it was gondi, which is like a Persian meatball, but it was not, and it was gefilte fish, and I was so disappointed. If you're not ready so disappointed. for that wet, spongy fish flavor, then you're going to be disappointed. But if your mouth is ready, if your body is willing, mm -mm. And then with the, beet, the gefilte. with the beet and horseradish on the side, I'm oh, sorry, guys. Gimme, gimme, gimme I'm all your sorry, life. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh... Differendes one says oregano makes every anything savory better. Oh, hard disagree. Yeah, I yeah, know. Hard disagree. Um, mm -hmm. you know what does parsley flakes? You know what does MSG? Okay, MSG too. But because here's the thing: when I when I was a little baby boy and I was cooking, I'd be like I'd be like green flecks on food, yeah. green flecks on food make it taste better. Yeah, and we'd have oregano in, and I put it on everything. Oregano is a very, very strong flavor. It's, very, it's actually soapier than cilantro. It's it's soapier than than rosemary. It's oh, oregano like is aggressive, oregano. and I, I I like oregano. I love oregano on like a pizza. I sure, I would rather yeah, oregano yeah. with tomato than basil. Sure, actually. yeah, I do love. I do. I I agree. And most of the time in Italian cookery, you would never mix fresh basil with oregano because, and I agree with that. They're, They're different two flavors. Yeah, very competing profiles. Totally. And so if you just want green flecks on your food because you see food with green flecks on it, it tastes better automatically. Mm -hmm. It's like how you see if rice is yellow, it tastes better. I don't agree with that statement. If meat is tinged red, it tastes better. I don't agree <laughs> with that, those statements. But green flecks, oregano is like incredibly strong. And if yeah. you don't want that flavor, parsley flakes have, when you dry parsley, not a lot of flavor. Fresh parsley is pretty aggressive. Yeah. Um, some people say it has no flavor, which is wild to me. That's weird. Parsley is very, very obvious when it's in food. Also, um, you say parsley. 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 Whenever we're cooking in the kitchen, Josh goes, do we have any parsley? You got any parsley? <laughs> no, you don't say parsley. You say, do we have any parsley? Got any parsley? No, he goes, do you have any parsley? Got any parsley? <laughs> got any parsley? I say parsley. I you know. do not say parsley. You say parsley. <laughs> Ooh, dried chives. Dried chives dried are a fun chives. little thing. Like, fresh Ew, chives I hate are dry. great. I hate dried chives. I like fresh chives. <laughs> I like fresh chives too, but 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 fresh chives sometimes they don't sprinkle unless you dry them out. So I'll like cut my. Here's what I. Do. Ugh, what do you do? I did this the other day. I knew I wanted chives for garnish. I was making like a very short rib thing, so I cut my chives and then I just let them <gasps> hang out in the fridge to like kind of evaporate so I could mm -hmm. sprinkle them better. Mm -hmm. 
God, you know what's I live the best? Exciting life. You know what's better than parsley? Jesus. Green onions. Ugh, <laughs> yum. I love a smattering of green onions on any plate of food. Give it to me. All right, at Joshua C. Jones, if I could only eat one cheese for the rest of my life, it would hands down be cotija. Interesting. Okay, okay what's yours? Desert Island cheese, you go first. You go first. I'm going to Okay, think. it's going to be so controversial. It's going to be those mini bay bells, the red ones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's a good pick. It is? Okay, That's because I pick. can form the wax, and if I eat enough of them, I can make a bow out of the wax. <laughs> I can get off the desert island. You know, Always they be didn't, thinking. They did not introduce the desert island scenario. They just said for the rest of your life. They you, you said desert that. island. Okay, I said, but they, yeah, it's, it's Josh, like an expression. Josh, everything this you say, I take very seriously. About, everything. That's like saying, okay, fine. Then I, I would, uh, I get a thousand pound Parmesan wheel, uh, and then I would hollow that out, and then I'd float <laughs> in it as a wrap, Nicole. That's what it would be. But is it because it's your favorite cheese? Maybe American. White American. White American. Yeah, Josh loves white American cheese because, because it's the only cheese he identifies. Oh, oh, is there like a white half Jewish American non-practicing cheese? I think it's the white American. It's, it's, yeah, that's, yeah, it's still it. Like you go to a kosher deli and they got like the white cheese. They don't have a name for it. There's like the, the kosher deli kosher does doesn't not have, have cheese. cheese. That's how non-Jewish I am. Cheese and rice. <laughs> you suck, Josh. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Uh, Desi Ray 1105 says... Quesadilla is a panini, and a panini is a sandwich. So a quesadilla is a sandwich. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing that people do with arguments where, so this is like transitive property, right? If A equals B I and B equals C, failed then A equals C. Math. I f-, f I capital F failed math. I don't remember the properties. Quesadilla is not a panini. What is a so, transitive so, 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 so. property? I don't oh, remember if A saying. equals B and B equals C, then so A, A equals, equals C, C mm-hmm. right? But but that is under the assumption that A does in fact equal B. Quesadilla is a panini is simply not true in my book. So uh, a panini or a panino in Italian just means sandwich, right? Pan okay. is the word for bread. Yeah. Uh, panini is actually a, a pluralization of panino. In America, we consider a panini to be like a pressed sandwich. <gasps> I have a question. Like a cubano. I have a question. What's up? A panino is is individual. Uh, panino is a single single sandwich. sandwich. If I slice the sandwich in half, do I have one panino or do I have two panini? Oh, you have a panino that you've sliced in half. Okay, but what if I give it to somebody? Nicole, if you slice a sandwich in half, do you have one sandwich or two sandwiches? Well, this is back to the lasagna paradox. <laughs> God dang it. If I have one lasagna and I stack it on top of the other one, is it one lasagna or is it two lasagna? Quesadilla ain't no dang panini. No, quesadilla is not a sandwich and it's not a panini. Get out of town. Um, What are, gosh, there is an Italian piadini or a piadino. I don't know what that is. A piadino Sorry. is an Italian flatbread sandwich, but I believe the dough's still leaven, kind mm. of akin to a pizza dough, but it's okay. called a piadino. Yeah. That's closer to a quesadilla, and that may or may not be a sandwich, but panino is literally just the Italian word for sandwich. A quesadilla is its own thing, and I love quesadillas. And if you go to El Salvador, a quesadilla is a little uh, cheesecake Cheesecake? with sesame seeds on it. It is a little cheesecake. Mm. Do you know that there is actually quesadillas in Mexico City that are served without cheese? Yeah, dude, that freaks me out. Yeah, so I'm scared to I'm scared to go there because what if I what if I make a mistake and then I say por qué no queso and then they'll just look at me <laughs> oh. and then they'll just look at me. So I refuse to get quesadillas in Mexico City if yeah. I ever go there. Yeah, yeah, I remember when um I was in Cabo and tried to order like tacos de papa and they said like no tacos solamente papa and I I didn't really hear what they said and they just like brought out a single just like a potato potato. On a plate, How yummy like, are those? Are they were they like was, were the potatoes like soaked in like red sauce? Uh no no. I'm so sorry. no no, Nicole, like a uh, uh, potato naturel. Cooked? Uh, just straight potato. Boiled? 
Uh, baked. I think baked in foil, thrown in foil on the grill. Oh, so you got fine. a baked potato? It was, listen, oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I know it was, it was there with vegetarian friends, and I was like, I didn't know they're vegetarian. Ooh. I was already like, okay, you're dragging me out here. I like, don't speak Spanish. I know how to say like, like, tres tacos de carne asada con por favor. toro, por favor. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know how to do that. Yeah. And I know, cuanto cuesta, you know, I know how to do that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not like, I'm vegetarian. What do they have? And I'm like, figure it out. I don't give a fudge. Anywho. Does anyone want me to speak Spanish again? I, I saw the comments how much you guys liked it. Uh, ¿Y tú uh, quieres que no, escucha? No, 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 Mi español es... Oh, no, bueno. Ay, Dios mío. Mi español es así, así. Uh, yo practicar mucho con las podcasts. Buena loca. No, no, no And loca. on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. <laughs> if you want to be featured on Opinions or like casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Anhanizada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. Or, 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 if you want, you can leave us a voicemail because we have a damn phone number. And you can leave us voicemails at that phone number. We, and got, the phone a, number we got a is, landline now. The phone number it's is... It's an old-timey rotary telephone. <laughs> Maggie sits by it every day and every night to monitor the call. Just eating gefilte fish. <laughs> the number is 833-DOG-POD-1. That number again is 833-DOG-POD-1. Nicole, did you say 833-DOG-POD-1? I did say 833-DOG-POD-1. And did you tell our listeners that they should call 833-DOG-POD-1? Please call 833-DOG-POD-1. Um, Nicole says you should call 833-DOG-POD-1. You should probably call 833-DOG-POD-1. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. We'll see you all next time.